If you're ready to get out of your own way to follow the seven-figure science of success, then welcome to Sell Without Selling. Tune in with renowned international speaker Stacey O'Byrne as she shows you how mastering relationships, achieving the proper mindset, and attaining the necessary motivation will catapult you away from failure and onto your journey to greatness. And now, here is your host, Stacey O'Byrne. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Sell Without Selling. I'm your host, Stacey O'Byrne, and I believe that learning the art and the science of how to sell without selling is the only way to achieve high six and seven figure success. I am so excited to dig into this episode today with you. And really quick, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, or sales professional, and you haven't hit the level of success that you've wanted or needed, or if you're stuck and needing a pivot in your business and your success, or you just want more, and you understand the importance of having a coach to help identify the blind spots, increase accountability, and help with success strategies to take you, your business, your income, and your success to the next level, if this sounds like something for you, then head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. There's a quick application there that will lead to a phone call with us to see if we're a great fit for each other. Okay, let's do this. You know, one of the most foundational concepts that go hand in hand with the ability to sell without selling is avoiding very specific mistakes, scenarios, pitfalls, obstacles when engaging in any selling environment. And I think it all starts with having complete clarity on who it is that benefits the most from your product, service, and solution. You know, it doesn't matter if you call them your target market, your avatar, your future prospective client, whoever this person is, they are a human being and they have a need, want, and desire for your product, service, and solution And one of the things that I'm clear on is if you are unclear, if you lack clarity on who benefits from what it is you do, then you'll never be able to clearly find them. You'll never be able to market to them clearly. You won't be able to speak the language that they can attach to, connect with, get attracted by you won't be able to really connect or involve referral partners and power partners. And all of that is important for you to be able to speak the language that attracts your future prospective client. And of course, connect with them and then move them through their decision-making process. So In any scenario, you have got to have clarity on who they are, what they do, how much money they make, where they hang out, what are their pain points, how do you help them? I think another mistake, and look, these aren't in any particular order. I'm really just brain dumping on you 
some conversations that I've had over the past few days and the relevancy of how important it is to navigate pitfalls that can hold you back. Because one of the most difficult things in growing a business and scaling a business is client acquisition. Client acquisition costs are an Achilles heel in every business. And the most difficult thing for us to do is acquire the right clients. And it's our responsibility to be able to service them, hold on to them, deliver to them the commitments that we make so that we can truly be a solution provider, a problem solver to them and for them. And I think one of the biggest problems, one of the biggest pitfalls that I see on an ongoing basis is salespeople, business owners, entrepreneurs, contractors, they all avoid confrontation. So in other words, if if something happens that prevents you from delivering on time or delivering thoroughly or completely solving their need, want, and desire, address it immediately. It doesn't, if you have a product and there is a lead time in the product or your product is, is affected by supply chain shortages, or if you have a service and your service relies on products or services, and all of that can be impacted, it's imperative that you communicate it. So many business owners, so many salespeople avoid negative information, the lack of good news as confrontation. So because of it, they avoid it. And when you avoid it, the the outcome could be detrimental to somebody. I think one of the things that's always made me a successful salesperson, even more so when I sold a product, was I always told the buyers, the clients, reality. No matter how good, bad, or ugly the news was, I always gave it to them. Because reality was, if a problem that we were facing impacted one of their problems that they came to us to solve and my problem was going to cause them a bigger problem I wanted to get ahead of it you know some things are out of our control especially with supply chain shortages and today the way that you can control it to the level of your capability is through communication and so many people view that communication as a confrontation instead of an opportunity. When you offer a solution, a product, when you are a salesperson or a business owner, you're partnering with that client in their problem. So the only way to avoid not being a bigger part of the problem is through communication. Now, let's take this concept of confrontation even further. During the buy-sell encounter, during that negotiation, during the sale, so many people have an adverse 
relationship with that actual word. During the sale, some salespeople and even some buyers view that engagement as confrontation. If you are a solution provider, if you have a product, service, or solution that fills their needs, wants, and desires, how is you doing your due diligence to help them, serve them, potentially solve their pain points? How is it you doing your due diligence in showing up at that capacity when you are the best of the best? How is that confrontation? That is you doing your due diligence to ensure that they end up in the right product, service, and solution as opposed to an inferior opportunity, an inferior solution that may not solve their problem to the magnitude that you could, would, or should. You know, I think when it comes to sales, another obstacle, another pitfall that happens is the lack of including all of the right people. It doesn't matter if you're in the presentation mode. It doesn't matter if you're in the negotiation mode. It doesn't matter if you're in the deliverable mode. A lot of salespeople fail to understand who all needs to be involved. And because of that lack of inclusion of involving all the right parties, they end up walking over dollars to save pennies. And what I mean by that is they may have to repeat the same verbiage, the same presentation over and over again. They may have to repeat explanations over and over again. They may have to show people how to solve their problem with the deliverable over and over again. It's really important to know who has the problem. Who does this problem impact? How does the solution solve the problem? Who needs to be involved in the implementation of the solution, in the implementation of the decision? When you have all the decision makers in place, then it streamlines the decision. When you have all of the people who are impacted with the problem in place, then it streamlines the delivery of the solution. Make your job easier. Make your ability to provide solutions easier by asking the right questions up front. This allows you to do it one time. This allows you to cement an established partnership. It makes you an expert even more so in their eyes because you knew all the right things to ask to be able to deliver all the right solutions to all the right people. You know, sometimes as salespeople, we do everything we can to be everything to everyone. And that in itself becomes a pitfall. Because sometimes we step outside of our expertise. 
And outside of our expertise, we don't have the knowledge, the capability, the skill sets. Stay in your wheelhouse. Stay in your lane. Avoid veering into areas where you really don't belong because it could diminish your credibility. It could really end up hurting you instead of helping them. I think another pitfall, another obstacle or problem that salespeople create is they pull the trigger too fast. They really don't completely understand the problem or the need, or the one, or the desire. They don't completely understand how they can totally help somebody. So because of that, they jump right into presenting. They jumped right into negotiations. They jump right into the close. And they may be missing part of the mark. They may be missing part of the opportunity. They may be presenting a subpar or insufficient solution which then only partially excites this prospective client. And because of it, the client can't attach the solution to their needs, so they move slower. Slow down. Make sure you understand what the problem is. Make sure you understand what your prospective client is saying. Make sure you understand how you can help them and avoid pumping out the solution. Make sure they embrace it. Make sure they understand it. Make sure they can implement it. It doesn't matter if it's a product, service, or solution. Slow down. You know, and then another thing, and and this goes with me too, you know, scaling a business, being a business owner, I learned a long time ago, that I get to let go of the hustling of the day-to-day in order to be able to assume the role of president and CEO that my business deserves. So that required me to be able to slow down. That required me to stop being too busy, too active, so that I could really pay attention to the needs of the day-to-day, the needs of the employees, the needs of the business. See, some of us out there are the business. And what I mean by that is you're the CEO, the chief everything officer. You're the janitor, the bottle washer, the operations manager, your account payable, account receivable. You do it all. And because of that, you're also the talent, the delivery. See, I'm a coach. I'm a speaker. I'm a trainer. I speak. I train. I coach. I'm a podcaster. I'm an author. I am the talent of the business. Sometimes I get to step back and realize, whoa, I get to stop hustling. I get to really step back and look at the needs of the business, the needs of my employee, the needs of my staff, my team, the needs of my existing clients, my future clients. I get to really pay attention which then allows me to manage the money, manage the finances so that they don't manage decisions. See, so many people neglect their numbers. 
And it doesn't matter if you are the CEO, if you're a president, if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner, or if you're an independent sales professional, you are still running a business. And that gets to be ran by the numbers. Because if you don't run your business by the numbers, you're not going to be able to service the needs, wants, and desires out there at the magnitude that you're attracting them, at the magnitude that you want to create the life that you've always dreamed of, desired, and know you deserve. You know, avoid distractions. Avoid getting caught up in what your competition's doing. Focus on what it is you're doing. Do more of what it is you do. What's working? Do it. What isn't working? Figure out what's not working about it. Do less of that and more of what is working. Avoid the drama. Avoid the trauma. Avoid the story. Avoid the excuses. Avoid what's going on in the news. What's going on in the economy. You create your economy. You are your economic stimulus package. Stay true to your plan. Stay focused on your plan. Stay structured. Take action. Show up. You've got to lead generate. You've got to prospect. The only way you can ever sell without selling is to have needs, wants, and desires for your product, service, and solution in front of you. Some people will make instantaneous buying decisions. Most people need a journey. So you have to have clarity on what your customer journey is. You have to have clarity on what your client journey looks like. If you don't know what you want them to do, they're never going to know what to do. That's why it is so important for you to nurture them to closing. They are not a number. Your prospective client is a human being with a life, with dreams, with desires, with goals, with objectives. That future prospective client of yours has hopes. Treat them like that. Nurture them. They deserve it. This way, when they are ready, you will be there because you will be the right decision for them. People today, they really want to be heard. They really want to be understood. They want to be seen. They want you to truly tap into their needs, wants, and desires. So what I mean by that is people don't want to be sold. They want to be connected with a solution that understands their problem. Because if you understand their problem, they're going to understand that you can solve that problem. You get to show up as the leader in your field. You get to show up as the expert in your field. And always allow yourself to be coachable. You know, I did an event today where this guy stood up and talked about how he was 40 years experience as a salesperson. And I really question his success in that experience only because of how he showed up in the event. You know, he wasn't very personable. He wasn't very communicable. He kind of showed up as one of those, you know, those people that, that know everything and you can't teach them anything. That's kind of how he showed up. 
And, you know, when we're not coachable, how can we ever learn anything new? I have two seven-figure businesses and multiple six-figure businesses. I've built them. I've managed them. I've grown them. You know, I, I invest in real estate. I am constantly focusing on self-improvement and improving myself. I have eight coaches. You guys have heard this time and time again. I surround my blind spots so that I can always be the best version of me. My closing ratio in sales is 88%, and that's because I never sell. I literally sell without selling. I am the epitome of the product I teach. And this guy the entire time sat at this event almost as if he'd rather be getting a mani-pedi or a root canal without Novocaine. And, you know, I'm not for everyone. And I respect that wholeheartedly. I'm for those who really want to make shift happen in their life. So I accept feedback. Allow yourself to grow and evolve from feedback and be very aware of who you take feedback from. Be coachable. Take the feedback, adapt and adjust. Avoid the pitfalls in sales and your sales will constantly scale. Your success is important to me and it's also important to me to make sure that these episodes are valuable to you and for you. I would love for you to do three things right now. First, I'd love for you to head over to Facebook and join our Sell Without Selling community. That's head over to Facebook and join our Sell Without Selling community. Second, I'd love for you to hop over to Instagram and follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. Let's hop over to Instagram, follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. And second, I'd love to chat with you and get feedback on the episodes and find out any topics that you're interested in to help make these episodes more powerful and helpful to you achieving the success that you've always dreamed of, desired, and know you deserve. Head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. Let's get a 15 minute call on the schedule. Always remember this. Choice is a powerful thing and suffering is always optional. Get out of your way so you can get on your way so you can finally have your way. Thanks so much for listening and I look forward to talking with you soon. Whether it's mastering your mindset, communication, or success, we have more ways to keep you on your journey to greatness. Be sure to visit us at pivotpointadvantage.com for exclusive online training programs, success-specific courses, and more ways to connect to Stacy directly to help you achieve the financial success you've always desired, dreamed, and deserved. That's all available on pivotpointadvantage.com.